Is customer service dead in the age of technology in touchless move-ins, automated self-storage facilities? How does customer service fit into all that? Let's talk about that today. I'll give you some of my experiences and some of my ideas. My name's Mark Helm and I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp that I offer. That is the premier training that will take you from wherever you are now all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service in today's wacky world. It's a four-phase strategy. You get all the forms that we use in our company as we're putting projects into service. A, a, big 300 page workbook that will support you all the way through it and you can take it at your own speed. Check it out at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com see if it could support you. But today I want to talk about the world of customer service, the customer experience in the age of automation. So as we automate our facilities, does customer service have to be sacrificed? Well, let me share with you experience I've had recently. Now, maybe I was just in a mood that day, but I was doing research on a project. We're doing a conversion in a particular market. And usually what I do is I go to my competition in the immediate area, especially the ones that are like what we're doing, and rent units and go through the whole experience. And I went to one, a national brand, you would recognize it no matter where you are. And um, I went in and I did a 360 around the building trying to find the entryway, the office or the, uh, or the rental center. There wasn't anything. There was a little like five by five vestibule behind a locked door and there was a QR code on the window. Like I had to take my phone out, use my phone. I mean, I couldn't even see the inside. I couldn't even see the rates. Did So I just left, rather irritated, and went to all the other competitions and rented units. Now, had I been a customer, I would have just left. Only, rather than being rather irritated, I've been kind of mad. Uh, that was the closest one. That was the one I wanted to rent the unit at. But I'm just not now. Maybe I was just in a mood that day, but I'm not going to go through the hassle of pulling my phone out, having to rent a unit to get in the inside and take a look and see what's going on. I remember being at a convention in a previous couple years where one of the owners of a rather large regional totally automated self-storage company said the goal of his company is to make the customer experience as close to renting a managed facility as it is in his automated facilities. And I tell you, a QR code on a glass behind a 5x5 five five vestibule is not that. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not against automation. What I am against is making the customer have to burn a whole lot of calories to rent a unit. Because if the cust potential customers like me, and maybe I'm just my age, but potential customers like me, I'm not gonna screw with it. I'm gonna go to the competition. There is a lot of self-storage. I don't care what market you're in. Uh, 99.9% .9 of all the trade areas have competition in them. And if you're difficult to work with, 
a certain percentage of your customers are just going to go somewhere else. So I'd like to talk about a few simple ideas that I suggest and we use in automated facilities. Now, we use automate, even though we have managers, we still use automation quite a bit in our facilities. So these can support you whether you're fully automated or whether you're a hybrid. The first thing I would suggest is have an introduction video. So if, you're, if it's a rental center, for example, when you touch the screen, it's short, but there's an introduction video and if somebody wants to skip it, they can skip it. It's on the home page above the fold on your websites, but it's an introduction video. And I suggest as the owner, it's from you, not the manager, not it's from you. And it's a short video that welcomes the customer, thanks them for exploring, considering using your facility to rent it. And it highlights and shows pictures, real pictures of what it's like behind the gate in the building. And it highlights your benefits, not your features, your benefits. For every feature you say, you give a benefit for why that feature will make a difference in the life of that potential customer. Now you don't want to oversell here. You want to be inviting, you want to be welcoming, but you want to highlight how your facility is separates itself from all the competition in your market area. And it's a personal touch. It's the owner you're welcoming that person into your business and asking them, supporting them and becoming a potential customer. You're not going to get there the QR code. Now make sure if you got a story behind the development of your project, you know, spend uh, 30 seconds highlighting it. Make sure the story's not about you. People don't care about you. Your customers could care less about who you are as the owner. They just want to do business with people that want to do business with them, or at least that's my experience. That's what I try to do on these welcoming videos, be warm, friendly, inviting, highlight some benefits of going with us, and asking them to take the next step, whatever the next step may be. You can have those on kiosks, you can have those on websites, you can have them on flat screens and rental centers, have them on your website. The second thing I wanna emphasize is the human touch. Now, even if you're automated, you can still have the human touch. The video is an example, but I'm talking about a live human being. If I make a call, to a company and I have to go through an automated pressing one more than one or two times, I hang up. I don't screw with them. I will hang up. And my suggestion is if you can't answer the phone, have a vendor who can answer the phone if at all possible for you. I do not like going to voicemail. I will go, not leave a message. I will go on to the next one. And I'm not gonna press a bunch of buttons. Now, some customers will, but the ones that won't are gonna call till they get someone they can talk to, and then they're gonna probably rent there. Now, it doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to even be an employee. It can be a vendor, but have that human touch. Speaking of the human touch, in a rental center, don't put a QR code up. What I would do is have 
either a screen that hooks directly to your website, a kiosk or something where somebody can come in and walk through the rental process and move themselves in. However, if they choose not to, there are days where I'm in a mood and I'm not going to burn the calories to move in and go back and figure out how your system works. I suggest having a vendor at the end of on a live screen at the end of a on a kiosk or on a website where somebody can press a button and they get a live person supporting them and a customer literally could stand there and that person could totally move them in. Now again, that live person doesn't necessarily have to be an employee of yours. After you get to a certain size, I suggest having it being an employee at a home office or at a facility. We utilize, when we sold a facility, we had an employee we wanted to keep and we utilized that person for the call center and for you know live support. You could even have it so that if the customer wants to have someone with them when they walk to their unit for the first time, they could be a live person could be on the phone with them as they walk to their unit. The human touch, even in automation, in my opinion, the human touch is critical. Again, maybe it's my age. If it doesn't bother you, then don't worry about it. But I'm telling you, there's a significant number of customers out there where this will make a big difference for them. If they've got a figure a bunch of stuff out and burn a lot of calories trying to figure out and feel not too smart in the process sometimes of figuring out how to do business with you, they're just going to go somewhere else. The human touch removes that. The next suggestion I have for good customer service in the age of automation is after someone moves in, whether it's with a live person supporting them or totally automated. The next day, the manager or the someone in your company, you, sends them a thank you card. That's usually a handwritten thank you card, thanking them, nothing fancy, thanking them for doing business with you. It, when they see it's handwritten, they'll open it, and it's just a nice touch. It also serves another purpose. Uh, in the age of automation, it's a lot easier for fraudulent people to use fake addresses to gain access to your storage facility. Uh, mailing the, or if someone made a mistake as they entered their address, mailing this card out, if the card bounces back to you, you know that the address that was used as they moved in is not the correct one. Immediately overlock their unit and their code doesn't work to get in the facility anymore and they've got to give you a correct address. This helps eliminate fraud and other types of problems like that, but it also will ensure that if you ever have to auction that person, you get a valid address, and in almost every state, if you don't have a valid address, you probably don't have a valid auction. So send a thank you card. Nice touch. Very few people do it. Now, my coaching is just because we're using automation does not mean we have to lose the human touch. Figure out based on your business strategy, your market area, your customer base, what is the best and simplest way to create good customer service as you deploy and start relying more and more on automation. And like a hot tip, one more time, having a QR code splattered on a window, in my humble opinion, isn't it. 
even though you're utilizing automation, don't lose that human touch. That's my rant for this week. Thank you very much. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer. That's the financial analysis tool we use, and I will plug in like $3,600, $3,800 a year to, if I'm doing a, a, a facility that has a lot of automation in it for call service and a live person at the end of a screen. That's what it cost us. That's the range it will cost us to get that support from our vendors. So we put that in under other expenses in the storage world analyzer. And that's how we will analyze our projects to see if this particular opportunity meets our benchmark numbers or not. So if you're using Excel, great. I invite you to consider using the Storage World Analyzer. Thank you, and I look forward to being with you again next week.